That familiar sound means it's time for another episode of We Live on a Planet. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for stopping over. It's Thursday, December 9th, 2021 when I'm recording this one. We're calling this one Change Can Be Scary because change can be scary. Happens to be episode 527. Light snow is in the air here in central New York. Snow finally hit the ground. It's been green. We've had no snow. Currently, it's 31 degrees in the fine city of Oswego. Feels like 21, so it's chilly. Highs are only going to be about 34 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the east. 15 miles per hour, so they're moving. Next couple days, though, it's going to be pretty warm. We'll open up the weather app. I'll tell you about that. And much, much more right here at We Live on a Planet. Stick around so when we come back, we can start off with the quote. We'll be right back. And we are back. Here's our quote from Mandy Hale. Change can be scary, but you know what's scarier? Allowing fear to stop you from growing, evolving, and progressing. Change can be scary, that's for sure. I say it time and time again, and I sound like a broken record, but the truth of life is the only constant in life is change. That's the only constant is change. Whether it be good or bad, change is the inevitable. And it can be really scary. But what's scarier is allowing the fear to stop you from growing, evolving, and process, progressing. I was almost—I was almost going to say processing. <laughs> I did say processing. Uh, light snow in the air, like I said. We've been very fortunate. Uh, it's been very, very mild. Speaking of mild, I said I was going to open up the weather app. I wanted to just give you a little taste of what the weather's going to be like the next little bit. So tomorrow, the highs are going to be 45, then the highs of 58, 42, 47, 44, 48, 56, 52, 40. This is all for December. These are all Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit temperatures now living here in central new york my whole life that's the one thing though that we can always know that change like i was just saying the weather can change very quickly here so just because that's what this is saying right now doesn't mean that's etched in stone it could change very quickly that's why there's so many shipwrecks on the great lakes the the weather changes so quickly, and they're they're so they're smaller. The lakes are not the size of oceans, and so they can really start churning, and boats go down in them pretty quick. All right, so the Buffalo Bills lost Monday Night Football prime time, fourteen to ten against the New England Patriots. Bummer, big bummer. I was bummed out. Next, they play Tampa ugh, against the GOAT. Tampa's 9-3. and three. 
And when I'm saying the GOAT, I'm talking about Tom Brady. He is the greatest quarterback to play the game. I'm not a Tom Brady fan whatsoever, but I can appreciate talent when I see it, and he's very good, especially for his age, for him to still be doing what he's doing. But, uh, you know, what really sucks is my TV finally died. <laughs> Two womp womp womps. If you follow the show, you know I was having a little issues with my TV, my LG flat screen big TV that our oldest daughter got us for a gift years ago. It's seven years old. And it started having issues where the little mirrors or the little things inside the TV started falling. And so you'd see white dots on the TV when you're watching it. But it wasn't so bad that we couldn't watch it. And uh, then one day it decided to stop working and I got it to work. And then it stopped working again. Then I got to work and I said, okay, well, now that I got it to work, we're not turning it off. And so we didn't turn the TV off for months. It's been on. And what we would do is when we would go to bed, just turn the volume way down and uh, leave the TV on. Come Monday night football, wouldn't you know the TV dies right before the game. So we had to watch it on the tablet. Thank goodness for the iPad. We've been using the iPad tablet. And uh, I'm not really looking forward to going out and buying a new TV. Can I get another one? Yeah. <laughs> Three in one show. Uh, I don't want to go buy one. I, would, I looked on deals on Black Fridays. There wasn't any great deals. I looked on Cyber Mondays. There wasn't any great deals. And so now I'm just going to have to try to find the one that's going to work for us and bite the bullet. All right, we'll be right back. Enough about my TV woes. Enough of my TV woes. Speaking of woes, one of my woes, uh, if you know the show too, you know that I had to go see a podiatrist because my left foot, I was having an issue. I thought I had a, a planner's wart. Come to find out it's a callus that is growing inside my foot. Yeah, sounds terrible. It is. It's very painful. A lot of pressure, a lot of burning. He treated it just like it's a planner's wart by putting this acid on it. Then I couldn't get it wet for three days, and he did that. And then I had to go back, and he had to debride it. And uh, then he put more acid on it, wrapped it up, couldn't get it wet for three days. And now I have to go back in about a week and have him debride it again. And But the best part is right now, is it's actually uh, feeling a little bit better. So the pressure, the burning, and that isn't there. It just looks really bad when I look at it because of the callus that he's trying to burn away or whatever is just really not looking the best. So, And then he said, okay, well, once we get this all set, We'll have to look into insoles for you. And it's like, uh, okay, doc, 
we can look into insoles all we want, but I don't think my insurance covers insoles, so I'm not. And they they're pricey, so I think my insoles will be the Doctor Shoals insoles that you can get at Walmart. Um, so like I said, we finally got a little bit of snow. I thought it was going to be a green Christmas. You never know. It's going to warm up again. No, like I said, I told you how it's going to warm up. So I'm kind of, part of me is betting on a green Christmas. I re- I think it was back in 1985, if memory serves, memory serves 1985-ish, we had a green Christmas with my family because that was the year that we all got cross-country my mom and dad got us cross-country skis for the whole family and rather than us being able to enjoy the cross-country skis I think we rode bikes that day instead on Christmas day because there was no snow and it was like 40 degrees balmy just balmy so I'm doing my best to cut back on coffee. No. There we go. Yeah, doing my best to cut back on coffee. I drink way too much, so I'm trying to drink only five, which sounds like a lot still, but it's a lot less for me than what I was as I'm going to take a sip of coffee real quick. I'm cutting down to... Um, five K cups a day. And if I drink all five at once, then I did. If I spread them out through the day, then great. But, um, I need to cut back on coffee. And I just was put on a new medication along with the whole list of them that I'm on. But the one that I'm on, I have to drink lots of water, lots of water with it. So, this will help in a healthy way because I have to be mindful with this mud to drink water. So I'm going to have to try to replace my coffee intake with my water intake, which will be, like I said, a healthy thing because I'm not drinking enough water. Most, most people are going through life dehydrated anyways. So, all right, stick around. We'll be right back. Enough of dehydration. So I'm looking forward, tomorrow is my oldest daughter's birthday. She will be 35 years young. Wow. We'll be going to visit her and give her her prizes, and that'll be nice. I'll get to see my grandpups, which is always nice. I love to see my grandpups. She has two rescue pups. All right, so where are we? We are over at the History Channel's website. I figure we would learn something today. We live on a planet instead of me just rambling. On this day, December 9th, 1992, U.S. Marine soldiers storm Mogadishu in Somalia. 1992 that happened. All right. What else do we have? I'm just scrolling. Sports 2016 World Anti-Doping Agency accuses accuses Russia of widespread cheating at the Olympics. Well, there's a shocker. 
Do I have any Russian listeners here? We do, actually. I think there's some Russian listeners from here. So no offense to my Russian listeners, but... Okay, sports. <laughs> 1934, New York Giants beat Chicago Bears in sneakers game. In the famous sneakers game. Invention and science. 1979. This happened in 1979. Smallpox is officially declared eradicated. I wish we could do that with uh, the coronavirus. Great Britain, 1992, separation of Charles and Diana is announced. All right. Westward expansion, 1835, the Texan army captures San Antonio. Man, like I've talked about before, the Western expansion, it did so much for America, but it just is a stain on our history, I think, of what we did to the indigenous people. Terrible. Art, literature, and film history. 1854, The Charge of the Light Brigade by Alfred Lloyd Tenson is published. Art, literature, and film history. Another one, 1983. Where were you in 1983? I know in 1985, I think it was a green Christmas for us, but in 83, Scarface, say hello to my little friend. That was terrible. Stars El Starring Al Pacino opens in theaters. And then that is it for this day of history. Yeah, little wrinkle on our brain. So I got really lucky, too. I got an early Christmas gift from my wife. What was it? Tutti Fruity Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. A, two bags of them of just the flavor Tutti Fruity. If you get a bag of Jelly Belly Jelly Beans that is a mixture of the 49 flavors, I think, that come in a bag. To get a Tutti Frutti is rare. It, they're just, they don't put many of them in a bag. And they're my favorite flavor besides the popcorn, buttered popcorn, which are delicious. And that's my wife's favorite. But the Tutti Frutti ones are few and far between or whatever to find. And she got me two bags. And uh, I already dove into one of my bags of Tutti Frutti for Christmas. That's a good part about being an adult, isn't it? All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to learn some more stuff and things. We'll be right back. Oh, we came in hot. Came in hot on the welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. Welcome back. Have you had a chance to watch the documentary with the Beatles yet on uh, Disney Plus? I have not. I need to. All right. We are over at the fact site, and here's some interesting facts about graffiti. Graffiti. 
Did you know that Los Angeles cleans over 30 million square feet of graffiti per year? Per year. It's estimated that $1 and $3 is spent per year by each taxpayer to remove graffiti. The word graffiti originates from both Greek and Italian. The Greek word graphene, which means to write, and the Italian word graffito, which means a scratch. Many graffiti artists remain anonymous to protect their identity and identity and reputation as well as avoid legal consequences. Graffiti, as it's known today, originally started in Philadelphia in the late 1960s. Originally, graffiti was mainly used to make political statements and mark gain territory rather than to provide artistic value. And now it does. We have a really cool mural underneath one of our bridges here in Oswego, and it's uh, Metroid, that old video game Metroid, and then some other murals around town that are just awesome. There are many different forms of tagging. One is called pissing. Yeah, you heard me right, pissing, in which one refills a fire extinguisher with paint, which allows for tagging at high at a high height is 20 feet. Because it is such a difficult style, the outcome is usually wavy and sloppy, called pissing. Most graffiti artists wish to be called writers and accompany their work with a unique signal called a tag. This is especially true for graffiti artists who want public recognition. In modern times, the most commonly used graffiti material is spray paint, and marker pens. Banksy, that artist, Banksy is the most popular graffiti artist known for his stencil art and political and anti-war themes. They remain anonymous and are based in Bristol, English, but Bristol, England, but their work can be seen worldwide. The world record for the longest graffiti scroll is 7,366 feet and 9 inches. It was done in Dubai, not surprising, in 2014 by over 100 artists and contained scenes of the history of the United States, Arab Emirates, in the celebration of their 43rd United Arab Emirates Union Day. While graffiti is mostly illegal, Wherever you go, there is about 1,650 legal graffiti walls around the world. It's pretty interesting. Yarn bombing, yarn, is traditionally a form of graffiti which originated in Texas. It consists of covering objects, structures, or trees with decorative knitting or crocheted Material, <laughs> yarn bombing. The first known example of modern style graffiti is found in the ancient Greek city of Epiphysis. Did I say that right? Epiphysis. The graffiti shows a handprint that somewhat resembles a heart, along with a footprint and a number. It is thought that it indicates that a brothel was nearby. One of the oldest known jobs. Alrighty.
I think that's, while I do find this interesting, the earliest forms of graffiti were found on ancient Roman art, architects as images carved into walls. Hmm. I think that's good. That sums it up for graffiti. There's a lot more over at the fact site about graffiti, but I think that sums it up for us and uh, puts another wrinkle on our brain. We'll be right back. And we are back. One of the things that I love about We Live on Planet, there's so many things, but it's the opportunity to take in calls from listeners just like you. And you can do that by reaching out to my website at WLOAP.com. There's a little phone icon. You can touch that. Or if you're using the Anchor app, you just touch the Anchor message button and it will leave me a message. Very simple. Up to one minute on Anchor. And our friend Peter McHugh noticed that I've been talking a lot about Marvel lately. Thor, Iron Man, and such in our fact sites and other things. And he wanted to chime in. So let's let uh, Peter have a voice on We Live on Planet on line one. Hey there, Patrick. It's Pete checking in. Uh, the thing of it is, is Marvel has been showing up on the show quite a bit lately between Thor and facts about Iron Man. I think it actually was Thor facts and Iron Man facts both on a couple of your different segments. I just thought you might be interested to know that recently, because I wasn't using it very much, I decided to drop Netflix. I wasn't getting a lot out of it. And I just, I just, I've gotten to a point where I wasn't using it. But what I did was I exchanged those two things for Marvel Unlimited, which is Marvel's subscription digital service that has access to tons and tons of comics. I did that, and I also did um, the DC equivalent, which is known as DC Universe Infinite. And at the present time, I'm reading, because I am not as familiar with the character as most, I'm reading the run from the legendary Jason Aaron on Thor. And for those of you who may not know, uh, Jason Aaron wrote on Thor for seven years. He created a huge story arc with several epic things happening in it. And I'm not quite halfway through, but almost there. Um, I should probably say halfway through the first arc. I'm nowhere near halfway through the whole series because it's going to take me a long time to read it. But I'm enjoying Thor is the long and the short of it. And for those of you who want to get into Thor and aren't as familiar with him, try Jason Aaron's run. All right. Thank you, Peter. Jason Aaron Thor. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you so much for calling in and being a supporter of the show for so many years. I just really appreciate it. I can't thank you enough. I'd like to come over and make you a nice steak and seafood dinner, as long as you're not allergic to seafood. 
Yeah, it's interesting the facts that we can learn here and uh, the facts about Thor and Iron Man. And I have not dove into those comics, but one of the ones that I'm kind of interested in seeing that I, I think that, I don't know if Disney Plus is doing it or if they're doing a movie, but Moon Knight. And I can remember when I was young getting a Moon Knight comic and uh, taking some Star Wars figures and making uh, capes for Moon Knight and little shirkins that were um, half moons. Yeah. All right, my friends. I think that wraps it up for We Live on a Planet today. I appreciate your time, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks for calling in, Peter. You can call in, too. Give me a buzz. I'd love to hear from you. Peace, my friends.